Good morning. I'm very pointedly taking the paper clip off of the words that I'm going to say. We'll get back to this in a, little, in a little bit. So Meredith asked me a few weeks ago if I'd be willing to share how my mother influenced my faith with you this morning. In a bit, Meredith is going to be preaching about Alberta King and her influence, her faithful influence on her son Martin Luther King Jr. Now, please know that comparing my mom and me to Alberta King and Martin Luther King Jr. is both literally and figuratively, mostly figuratively, comparing black and white. With Alberta King and Martin Luther King being two of our country's greatest and most influential people, my mom and I being two very regular everyday people. One similarity, though, between us is a mother's faith and its influence on her child. <clears throat> my mother, Florence Robertson Smith, married name Harrighausen, for a woman who is all of five foot two, was born in 1927 and grew up during the Depression in Chicago. Her parents were of the very conservative Brethren faith, against which Florence rebelled when she was in high school, joining Mayfair Bible Church on the north side of Chicago where she and her girlfriends kind of became Billy Graham groupies following him around to revivals and singspirations. Um, Florence married my dad, a staunch agnostic, and they moved from the Mayfair area of Chicago out to Park Ridge when I was about two years old. Now, Mom did a little bit of neighborhood church shopping once they moved out to Park Ridge, as one does, um, and she settled on South Park Church, a non-denominational, gospel-preaching, born-again Christian congregation. So my mom and I spent every Sunday morning at church, an hour of worship, an hour of fellowship, followed by an hour of Sunday school. I loved it. I loved those Sunday mornings with my mom. We sat in the first pew of the balcony. We went our separate ways for fellowship hour and Sunday school, and we met again at the designated spot by the bulletin board in time to go home and join my dad for lunch. Now, mom was a very soft-spoken person who did not like attention. I'd venture to say the most important part of her life, though, was her faith. But rather than talk about her faith, she lived it. Mom read the Bible and spent time in prayer daily, often sitting in the living room with her cup of tea. She never fully joined South Park Church, as that required giving your testimony in front of the congregation something my quiet mom could never bring herself to do. But that didn't stop her from being involved. <clears throat> she went to Wednesday morning women's Bible study each week and made lifelong friends there. She never said no to an opportunity to serve in the church kitchen for any event. She was a hardworking, behind-the-scenes type of person who ran a Laura Petrie of the Dick Van Dyke Show style household and she extended that level of home cooking, cleaning, and organization to her work at the church. She loved small children. She was always able to connect with them, delighting in all their stories and crafts. She frequently was a helper in daily vacation Bible school and Sunday school. She loved to laugh, had many friends at church, and enjoyed all the social activities too. Now, Believe it or not, I was a very quiet and shy child. 
Going to Maine South High School with a class of about 1,000 students was nothing short of terrifying to me. Mom, seeing this, encouraged me to join the church youth group. Even that was slightly terrifying as South Park's youth group at the time was very large and had a lot of kids who weren't part of the church coming to youth group, which was awesome. But walking into a room that had upperclassmen as well as freshmen in it about did me in. Mom persisted, and I'm afraid this resulted in just a little bit of bickering between the two of us before it was clear to me that not going was not an option. And I am forever grateful to her. Youth group gave me the opportunity not only to make friends, but to engage in Bible study, in small groups, to explore my faith, and it solidified my values based in Christianity. All of this impacted my choice of North Park as a small Christian college and my career as a nurse. Her influence led me to find a faith community to worship, serve, and grow with at every stage of my life, ultimately landing me here about 20 years ago. Her influence is why I am here today. In a way, giving the testimony of my mother's quiet and faith-filled life, along with its powerful and lasting impact on mine. I'd like to close now with the Paper Clip Prayer by Melissa McLaughlin. Beth Tracy offered this prayer up as part of a devotional this past week, and it so clearly describes how my mom sought to live her life, and I pray I am living mine. Will you join me in prayer? Lord, make me a paperclip for you, not glamorous, not noticed, but oh, so useful. Let me hold people together with all my strength. Let me be bent into new shapes so I can unlock doors in lives where the keys are now lost, so I can be the hook on the end of a string dangling from the classroom ceiling, securing a child's prized tissue paper butterfly in my gentle grasp at just the right height for little eyes to see, so I can be the bookmark in a great unfinished story with surprises, twists, and turns, showing the reader where to begin again so I can be something yet to be imagined, yet to be made, yet to be molded. Nothing but a common paperclip waiting to be used and used and used again in the hands of the great remaker. Amen. Thank you.